You're listening to the Authentic with Alicia pod. I'm your host. You can call me A for short in this episode. Balance. More specifically, strength and weaknesses. We're going to get really esoteric with it. I see strengths and weaknesses as a yin and the yang. You can't have one without the other. I've learned that the hard way. And because I want you to learn lessons instead of take L's, (laughs) I'm going to share a story with you. So this week, I worked my first week at my day job after six months that quarantine had me all the way messed up there's so many functions and stuff about this job but don't you worry if you really want to know there's a vlog coming soon so stay tuned but this is called the authentic pod not the she complains about her life pod so i'm going to leave that where it lay what i will share with you today is it showed me a lot about the idea of strength and weakness so many times when i share my story about living with stardust disease People are like, oh, you're so strong, or I really admire your strength. And it dawned on me, maybe I had too much time to think, all that quiet time during the quarantine, but what strength without weakness? And then as if to prove to me, this week I got two lessons in that. One being with the day job, I realized over six months, of course, as per usual, my vision's gotten a little bit worse. So... I maxed out the screen, which was 500% more than I used to zoom in back in March. And I'm straining to see. Your girl's got the hunchback of Notre Dame going on when she's at work. And as I am struggling to do things that were, you know, so hard before, but harder now, I'm asking myself one question. Why? I had a friend over the summer say, whenever you feel conflict, ask yourself why 20 times i've never made it to 20 because halfway through i get annoyed but if you ever do let me know how that works for you but i ask myself why enough times to get deeper than just the surface and when it comes to work whether it be my day job or my night job why is a thin balance of strength and weakness As I said, a lot of people admire my strength and I love that. I always, I've always felt like between being seen as strong and smart, those are the top tier compliments in my book. You can call me beautiful, but beauty fades, whereas those personality traits, they stay. So it was a little alarming (laughs) for me to realize that Being strong has been a weakness of mine because when you're seen as strong, people don't understand when you don't want to be strong anymore. Now, I'm not saying I'm throwing in the white towel, but I'm taking the time to realize what can I do and sit with that. I'm still capable now, but like I say in almost every pod, we've been living in a time of great uncertainty so because of that we have to have the awareness that things are always changing so our ideal of strength also changes and I'm going to paint a picture for you and hopefully you resonate hopefully you don't really 
And this is a lesson from my L, so you don't have to go through it. So I quit my night job. I put in my two weeks. And when I did that, my life flashed before my eyes. Okay, it wasn't that serious, but I started to think much like I did during the quiet times of quarantine about the last couple years of my life. So as you may know, especially if you're part of the YouTube fam, I worked at a restaurant. That was my night job. I was a wine fairy hostess. But what you might not know is I've worked with an entertainment company that owns many restaurants here in the city for 10 years, a decade, basically all of my 20s spent. Hi, welcome to Spice Fruit. Hi, welcome to Chiba Wine Bar. And that's where I learned a lot of skills, a lot of things that have taken me further than working in retail. And I chose to get into the restaurant industry as a reprieve, an escape from retail. If you've worked in retail, you know. If you haven't, you don't wanna know. But it was a good step up from the retail game. I was also graduating that year, so I just told myself three months of this and I'll work in the industry. Where's my clock? Was my watch broken? How did three months become a, a decade? But anyway, I looked back at the last 10 years, but more specifically that day that I applied. You might think I'm crazy, but I, I know what day it is. It was June 2nd, 2011. That was my first day, but I think it was May 28th that I actually walked into Spice Root and I applied and I was very nervous. It's a very beautiful restaurant. It has heavy doors and you know, any restaurant with heavy doors just has that ambiance, if you know what I mean. So I go in, I hand the manager, the GM, my resume. And it's not like I never worked in a restaurant before, but the restaurant I worked in was like family style. I don't even know what the international equivalent would be, but I don't know, like Americans think like Applebee's, I guess, I don't know. So where I worked before was not as posh as where I was applying. And instantly I was like, what am I doing? But I just convinced myself, you know, you got it girl. It's just a host of position. And I got it, I got hired on the spot. And immediately after there was this narrative I began. As you also might know, if you follow me on the gram, or you're part of the YouTube fam, I'm visually impaired. And I was newly diagnosed at 21. I told myself that I couldn't do any better, that this is, this is a good little job to keep me tied over, and that I should be grateful that I have a job. For the first year, I didn't even tell anyone I was visually impaired. I remember a couple of hostesses, they didn't realize that I was behind them, but they were imitating me because I used to go so close to the screen the same way that I do now but it's different when you don't know and I was so frustrated that I went into this little cubby where they store the pops and I cried because I was so mad you know when you're so mad that the only reaction you have is you cry I was just like I didn't ask to be blind why is this happening to me I don't even want to be here I can't do any better ever since then that was a story I told myself until I handed in my two weeks. But mind you, ask any manager that I've worked with, 
I was a very dedicated, hardworking employee. I never called in sick once in 10 years. I mean, I was late a couple times, but who's perfect? And even the managers that didn't like me, they can't say anything about my work ethic because it was always A1. I mean, there were some situations that who knows if we'll ever get to that part in a pod, but very trippy situations where I think you would trip too. But for the most part, very reliable, very, very dependable, efficient, always finding new ways to do old things because I had no choice with losing vision. Once I became a wine fairy, that wine cellar was my, that was my, I don't know, I don't want to call it an oasis. That sounds so like out there, but I loved going to the wine cellar because I liked organizing. I liked being alone in my own world to organize, to put away bottles of labels I couldn't even see but have memory enough to know where, where hundreds of bottles belong. And if you go on and check my blogs, you'll see what the wine cellar looks like. It was good to finally let go. Although my bank account's probably gonna say otherwise for a little bit. But for my mind and my spirit, it was time to let go of those stories. I needed to shift the paradigm. To be honest, the shift already happened during the quarantine. I realized looking back that I did all of that in spite of sight. And yes, I was strong, but I'm stronger realizing that it makes no sense for little sense to struggle, to zoom in on an iPad, to seek gas, especially in this post pandemic world. Instead, I need to give that time and respect that I've given to so many other people to myself. This message comes to you the day after I was doing a yoga practice. So yesterday I got home, I was exhausted. I'm like, I still wanna do something good, physical activity, because I try to work out every single day. And I turned on the Alamoves app, not a sponsorship, but Alamoves, if you hear me, help a girl out. Collected a yearly membership, that was steep, but worth it. So I was doing one of the videos with the instructor that I don't usually click on. I've tried some of his classes before and he doesn't really talk in the middle of his practice, but for some reason, as the universe would have it, in the middle of the practice, during a pose that's not that hard to do, but it's always brought up emotion for me. He says, focus on how you feel, release the negative emotions and accept where you're at yo God is telling me something a lot of what we do in yoga if you're not a yogi type person is you hear all this kind of stuff and then you're you're advised to take it off the mat into your real life so when I heard that message I was like Woo, this is great timing here I am you know unsure about what I've done about letting go of a job in very uncertain times and then I hear that it was the equivalent of Push your edge, but don't go over it. Challenge yourself. Be vulnerable. There is strength and weakness. So many times we're so consumed by being capable and being the best and proving our worth and being strong in whatever form that means to us or those around us that we don't give ourselves the permission to just be. We think of it as a weakness when it's actually our strength. There's so much strength and humility. There's so much strength and vulnerability. That's where true connection happens. And to take this a notch 
further, because I really, I like to get esoteric with it. Like I said, it's a yin and a yang. One cannot exist without the other. There were so many times over the last 10 years that I was given more responsibilities and roles and I would take them and be hesitant because I just didn't want the managers to think I wasn't capable and then question if I was able to do the job. And each time I was. And even if I took a longer time or I had a harder time, I did it. And they respected me for it. And I grew respect for myself for it. I've been offered promotions before and I've declined it many times because I was too concerned with the idea of not being able to do because I'm blind. I can't say I regret that now because really in hindsight, who cares? I'm just saying that I allowed my mindset to create limitations and obstacles for myself when the people around me didn't see it for them in me. That's a hard lesson for a lot of us to learn who are critical of ourselves. On the flip side, because there's always another side, it can be hard and it can be bad to always be the strong one. I know there's someone listening who's gonna understand and be like, you hunted on that. Where you're always strong, so when you are tired and when you feel weak and when you wanna say stop and when you can't take on another project or when you don't wanna, when you just don't want to, people don't understand because you're always that person or you like being overworked or you don't mind taking on all these tasks or doing most of the group project. That's when strength becomes your weakness because no one's treating you with fairness. I don't know, life is not fair. Yes, but we can do our best by being kind to ourselves to make it as fair to ourselves as possible. It's a disservice, like I said in the last episode, but this time the disservice is to ourselves to be strong for someone else if it's not strengthening ourselves. And you'll know because you'll feel tired and you'll feel drained and you'll feel pushed to your edge and you'll feel like the hunchback of Notre Dame at work while you're straining to see a screen. Maybe I'm just talking about me there, but you'll know. And in that moment, it's your time to choose what paradigm you're gonna be in. What parallel universe do you choose? Are you gonna be strong for the sake of being strong and for the look? Or are you gonna be real? And that's where the true strength lies. I don't know, you decide. Until then, the girl is tired. <laughs> I've been up. I This is past midnight at this point, and I really want to get this pod up. So I hope that you enjoyed. As always, I am so thankful for each and every one of you that clicked on. If you want to help this pod grow, please rate and review on Apple Pods. Subscribe on Spotify. Do whatever else on all the other social mediums of podcast DSPs. I'm not going to pretend like I know what Overcast is, okay? I just post this on Anchor and then it goes out. So I hope that you enjoyed this one. And I really want to say a special shout out to every single person that has DM'd and commented me about this pod. It means so much that you're liking the messages so far. I'm just so happy with the vibe and the connection we're creating. I love this little community that we have. 
So let's keep that going. I really appreciate the screenshots and the stories of this pod. So keep it up. I'm so, so grateful. As always, stay blessed, stay authentic.